Welcome into CADcast. I'm your host, Nit Sweeney. And last week, I mentioned that I was going to have a what's new in PDM 2022 kind of show it type thing. It was going to be a little bit shorter. That's exactly what we're going to do this week. I decided not to push this off any longer. I kind of already teased it, so might as well pay off on the tease. So this week, what I'm going to do, what I am doing, is I've brought in a very common guest for his fifth appearance, I want to say. Uh, formerly an Impod guest, now a CADcast guest, Jeff Sweeney. So he's coming in, and we're going to talk about what we've got going on in PDM 2022. There are several really important enhancements that could really benefit you depending on how you're using the tool. Maybe there are some aspects of the tool that you're not overly familiar with. We talk about some of those things as well, so that you know maybe you're not very familiar with the web environment, or maybe you've not heard of being able to search for files based off of the actual geometry. Those are the kind of things that we're going to get into today. So without further ado, let's jump into what's new. So back for his fourth or fifth time, I don't know at this point, he's gone on several times to talk about what's new in Solders PDM 22 is my dad, Jeff Sweeney. Dad, welcome back to the podcast, even though it's your first appearance on CADcast. Yeah, it does look nice. I like what you did to the place. It looks a lot nicer. Thanks. I, I, I put up some nice paint. It, yeah. it, it works really well with the the artwork as well. These visual moves are a lot more exciting than you might imagine. Pretty good stuff. Very, very. So the first thing I, I need to ask you about is I know you're a huge fan of SNL. Obviously, I grew up in the house with you. Does this mean that you are officially part of the Five Timers Club, or is that still just Steve Martin and the rest of everybody else? Because he's the only one I remember that's in it. Or are you nope. not part of it? No, I don't have a, a vest, a jacket yet. So without the jacket, I'm not sure what the point of it, this whole thing is. So I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, you can get resources together to get me a nice purple jacket. We'll see what we can do for your birthday. It, it's really an honor to be part of the uh, Nicholas experience. <laughs> so like I mentioned, what we want to talk about today is some of the enhancements in SolidWorks PDM 2022. Obviously, you've been using PDM for a very, very long time. You've been an admin. You've implemented it. Now you're like our data expert. So we want to talk about some of the stuff that is new in the latest release. You and I were kind of talking before this recording. It's a little light as far as some of the stuff. There's a lot of impactful improvements here, but it is a little bit light. And you you had a little bit of a theory for why. Nothing's ever light. All right. So. So you know, why is it like you hear people complain about that? And certainly uh, an obvious reason why there's not as much in this uh, 2022 release is that they're putting a lot of effort into the uh, the 3D experience, right? It, the, the, they got a lot of guys doing that kind of stuff. Plus, PDM is a mature product. But, mm. but at the same time, when, whenever people complain to me about, well, hey, they've not put anything new in there. My question is, well, how many enhancement requests have you put in lately? And, and I, I mean, people don't seem to be using enhancement requests that very much anymore, but yet they're still doing it. SolidWorks is still doing it. You see when they do their top 10 release, they're still working to get those things done. So if uh, you're sad, is it your fault? Maybe it's your fault that you're sad that they're not putting new stuff in there. Yeah, the unfortunate part is that, yes, even though we all have smart devices that listen to us 24 hours a day, uh, SolidWorks has not yet tapped into that to say, ooh, we can now, quote, read your mind because we know exactly what you're thinking because we can listen to you complain. Unfortunately, they're not quite there. That, yeah, we that we know of. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, to those of you listening that are saying, like, you know, I really thought that they put something in here about this. Well, if you have something that you want to be new, let us know. We'll submit an enhancement request for you. That's what bars, that's what we're all here to do. Um, you turn it and, on in yourself. 
I've always yeah. heard that uh, they they listen to customers' enhancement requests more than coming from the bars. So maybe we do both. You turn it in, I turn it in. The more people turn it in, the more eyes will get on it. Pro tip on CADcast: How to get your enhancement request approved faster? Submit it uh, twice. That was a good one, yeah. So and have your friends and submit it. There you go. So what's new in 2022? I actually put up a blog and I put this in ye October, November at it. I think it was. And you said to me right off the bat, uh, you missed the most important enhancement. It didn't even make your top five. So let me know why I am wrong. And the number one enhancement is something that's not even on my list. Okay, I don't know if it's the number one, but it's something that I have been turning enhancement request in for, for multiple years. And it's the, uh, the better uh, interface with the, our data cards, right? When you click on a SolidWorks data card, and uh, down at the very bottom, when you're looking at it, you have all the tabs across the top. You have the tab for the at tab, and then you have one for every configuration that's available as well. And we've always said up till now, we've had the ability to hide the at tab. But in my opinion, that was wrong. Uh, wrong wrong's probably too strong. But a majority of our customers put the information in the at tab. And because of that, it was always seen backwards. Me, give me the ability to hide the configuration-specific tabs, not the at tab. Uh, now, by golly, we can finally do it. We can hide the at tab, or we can not hide the at, at tab, or we can show them both as it, it finally should be. So time out. Explain to me the yeah. at tab. Because, yes, I, I have asked this question enough, but I know that there are plenty of customers that I talk to that they say, there is no configuration in my model that just says at. Uh, I have one that says default, maybe. Maybe I have one that says config one. I don't have this little at sign, so can you please explain to those listening and going, I don't understand this whole at tab concept. Yeah. Can you please explain what that is? All right, pull up a chair. This is a good story. I shall. You, <laughs> so, so first, recall how SolidWorks and, and, of course, PDM will determine a value. So let's say we were looking for the files description that's in one of the file properties. Well, we have every configuration has its own configuration-specific properties. and we have properties of the file itself. And so when you go into SolidWorks and you go to file properties, inside of there, there's going to be three tabs. The first tab, most people ignore, right? That's just the regular file things that Microsoft uh, stores. The second tab over is file specific, right? Files, uh, which is equivalent to the at tab. And then if you have a configuration named default, you also have a default tab. Now, a lot of people get confused. Well, this is the default uh, tab. Well, no, it's just a configuration name default. You could name it ham sandwich if you wanted to, and then that second tab over would be ham sandwich. So the logic here is, is that if you have a value that is specific to that configuration, then yes, you put that information in configuration specific. So let's say maybe I have a particular part that's made out of steel, and I have a red configuration, and I have a green configuration. Well, then I would put the color in at the configuration specific. And so what SolidWorks does first is it looks for, hey, is there a configuration specific value for me? If so, then fantastic, that's the one I'm going to use. If not, then it will default to the part level. So going back to my earlier example, my part, if it was steel, I would put material in at the part level because that describes the part overall part itself. So most people use SolidWorks at tab because they're putting things in that describe the actual part. It's not super common in a PDM world that people use configurations as unique parts. Usually configurations are used as view configurations. 
you know, extended, retracted, open, closed, things that kind of look a different view, but it's not a, a showing up for an individual part. You can also okay. use display states for that. Display states would be also for that as well. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't use uh, configuration-specific values, but it's kind of rare in a PDM world. So that's why, going back to the very beginning, that's why it's always seemed funny to me that they'd hide the at, they give you the ability to hide the at tab and not the, not the uh, configuration-specific instead of the other way around, since most people use it that way. So there, that's me on my soapbox. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely reasons why you would use configuration-specific properties. The one that I can try to think of is different sizes of a fastener, but it's still the same general fastener. Maybe you've got different lengths for some reason, or maybe you've got a different threading on it. You can use different configurations, unless they are separate parts. Uh, I, I do want to kind of highlight one of the things you said there, using configurations as a specific part number. It's really hard to do that. Like you, you shouldn't really do that in a PDM world. It's very hard to, in fact, maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't think there's a way inside of PDM to change the revision of a configuration, but not the overall component. I don't think there's any way to do that. So why would you want to do it that way? Well, I mean, you, you could, right? Because you could have configuration specific revision values. But, the, but then the you're faking it. Them, it's not the PDM, you're right? You're faking it. It's not, not really a, a good yeah. thing. Uh, no, again, I'm not going to, because SolidWorks still gives you ability. You can still have the ability to do it if you want, if you uh, disagree with us. Um, SolidWorks does give us that, uh, but it's not, not good for most people. Not recommended, at least not in most situations. I mean, sure, there could, there could be something that would make you want to do it. A anyway, enough about the, the at and the configuration tab on the data card, but I do kind of want to stick with data cards because this yeah. actually leads me into one of the things that I really like in the enhancements, and you liked it as well, is some enhancements with Web2. And there's two big ones I want to highlight. The first one, because we just talked about data cards, is that there's actually the option to have a web data card. And you can have properties noted as like web specific. And I really like this for a number of reasons. One, I really like the Web2 as a tool to either let you upgrade a whole lot of users at the same time. Uh, you and I know a customer very well that's not too far from where I am currently. And they called me up and said, hey, I've got over 100 users that I need to upgrade. They're all viewers. They're not really CAD users. How on earth can I print them faster? And I said, have you tried the web too? And they said, tell me more. I would like to know more about it. Great tool for consuming data. It's not great for CAD users. Like it's, it's just not. But it's a really good tool for deploying it and, and getting a lot of people on board at once. It's a really quick upgrade. You upgrade it once. Everybody else still goes to the website. I like it a lot. And now having web-specific data cards as well, we can actually note these properties to say, this is stuff that like those viewers should be seeing anyway. I like that. I think that's a really good thing. Yeah, 2021 and older had, you still could get to the data card, in a, but it wasn't a nice card looking view. It was just a list uh, of every, in, in order of how they were found on the data card itself. Now we can actually make it look more like a form, like a data cards do. It, it's not as nice as the, uh, the full PDM data card but it certainly is, is way nicer and a good step in the right direction versus what we've had in the past. I mean, you mentioned the 3D experience platform. The web is not supposed to be like, an, oh, it is SolidWorks PDM, but now on the web. It, it's not, it's more lightweight. It's never going to be like the 3D experience platform is where it's everything is the same everywhere. But it's, it's a step in the right direction. It's a step of, you know, I can now access this from anywhere at any time. One of the nice benefits of being able to access this is that they've also improved the previewer in the web to preview, you can now do multiple uh, yeah. CAD formats. Prior to that, it was really just like SolidWorks CAD, and that was about it. Uh, now you can actually do more of those neutral CAD formats. I don't have the full list in front of me, but they've improved that greatly. 
So now it's going to be a lot more functional. I think the what's new itself actually shows like a, a fire extinguisher or something that's made as an STP. Uh, that's in my blog, I think it was. Lots and lots of additional formats now so that you're not stuck with just SolidWorks CAD and you go, well, this is a cool little 3D image that I can't see. Yeah. Oh, sure, stuck's the right word. But right, right. It's, it certainly gives you a lot of flexibility if you have more than just SolidWorks data in your vault, in your Web2 system. I as far as accessing, yeah, I thought you were going to talk about the other cool thing about data cards. It's, what I it's not really that big of a deal, but uh, instructors are going to love it, right? Now, we, on the data card, the images, we can resize them now. We've never been able to do that before. As always, I remember training, you get a user who puts a little tiny uh, logo on there, he wants it bigger or vice versa. And they say, well, how do I resize it? And you have to go, do uh, you know how to use paint? Right? You had to open up the paint, <laughs> scale it in paint, and bring it back down again. Now you can actually grab hold of the handles like you would. You can't on every other program in the world and resize images uh, right there on the fly. So it's not going to be good for you existing guys, but if you were, imagine if you're a new guy, how much you'd love to have it. Pretty handy. Or if you're creating a new data card, it gives you a nice way of now I can actually yeah, add in yeah. new stuff. It yeah. works really well. I also want to talk about another improvement as far as just logging in. So you can log in through the web, but it still uses some kind of credentials. And those credentials, you've been able to tie this for a few years now, have Active Directory or Sorts PDM or, or some kind of mix of those. There have been some enhancements with the Active Directory uh, connectivity as far as the logins, like you can pull more information, like more fields through PDM. Uh, there's less that you have to fill in. You really like that enhancement as far as like importing in these users and having the information readily available to you, right? Yeah, if, if you go to the, the, to your, the user in, in the administration tool, go to a user. Now, remember before it was only like maybe, I don't know, 12 or so different fields that you, you have in there now. Now there's probably closer to, I'm, I've never counted, but it's almost a whole page full. And they can all be brought in directly from your Active Directory. So if your IT guys have in the past gone through and already put in pictures for the users and all their different phone numbers and, and email addresses, you know how in Active Directory, you can store a ton of information about a user. And now in uh, PDM, we can have that information in PDM as well. So a fun question that uh, I've been kind of kicking, kicking the tires on is, is just because you can do you want to. If I already have all that information in my Active Directory, how much value is there to bring it over in the PDM? And I think sometimes the answer is yes, right? Because my PDM API can't get to that. So if I do need to get that information from my users, something information through the API, it's certainly not nicer to be able to go to the PDM system and request it through the API that way rather than have to connect to Active Directory and get it that way. But aside from that, I haven't really come up with very many other reasons why I want to have a bunch of information in Active Directory and in the PDM about my users. Maybe if you don't have Active Directory, not populated that, I'll, I'll hear that. Then you know, certainly it's nice to have that value somewhere. But have it both? I don't know. I don't like uh, the same data existing in multiple places unless it's easy to keep them synchronized. I mean, one of those whole things about PDM is, and I guess one of the things that we've tried to do as CATI is like let systems do what they're best at. Is PDM the best system to manage your user data outside of here's their logins? Uh, I think SolidWorks PDM as a tool works very well for engineering data. And I mean, it works for other things perfectly fine as well. But historically, the way most people use it is it's managing their engineering data, not really their user data. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to. So if you need it, it you mentioned now the API can grab that stuff out of it. Well, for sure, if you've got an API solution written or if you're writing one or would like to write one, it's a lot of sense to have that data readily available to it instead of now you have to query another system and now you've drawn a spider web, just system to system 
silo to silo. We don't really want that. So if you can and say Active Directory is managing all of our user information, then the API is going to talk to that Active Directory info. I think that makes a lot of sense. But I think generically, like putting in the user's address inside of Active Directory and then pointing that into PDM, how useful is that? Uh, I, don't, I don't know that there's a whole lot of value there unless it's you know approved in what state type thing or are they ITAR compliant? No, that's okay. interesting one. Yeah, maybe, maybe something like that. Yeah. Just something random, something that, you know, that could be very helpful. Speaking of things that are, are helpful slash not helpful, the enhancement that I think you and I were both most excited about and the one that you are most disappointed about at this point is the eDrawings preview. I love this idea and concept because the eDrawings preview is something that CAD users are we're probably very familiar with it, especially if you use SOLIDWORKS. We use eDrawings to interrogate stuff if we just don't feel like opening up SOLIDWORKS. It happens all the time. Um, also, let's just use a lot more formats and open up different drawing types. Works fantastically. That preview, that interface is now supposed to be, and I say supposed to be on purpose, and I'll let you explain why in a moment. No. That interface is now supposed to be integrated into the preview window of SOLIDWORKS PDM. Like We can actually do section views. We can do markups. We can do all the stuff we can do in eDrawings without having to actually open up eDrawings. Sounds fantastic in theory, right? I, I thought we weren't going to talk about this <laughs> because I, I can't get to work. Um, yeah, the, uh, the What's New dialog box has all what, you, what you described, Nick, and it sounds really pretty exciting. But um, I have Server Spec Zero on my machine, and uh, I don't get that. So I'm not sure what's going on. Now, one, one thing, one of those two things that is working nice on my machine now that I kind of like, we've always had the ability when you click on a file to uh, have it first come in as a bitmap, and then you click on the actual image itself. And then it would load it in eDrawings. Most people don't have it that way, but uh, I kind of like it. They've cha changed the interface a little bit to that, where now there's a little button right on that bitmap that makes it pretty obvious what how to bring that into eDrawings. Where before your finger, your the your cursor would change to a finger, and you need to have to know, oh, if I click now, it will load it in eDrawings. Now it actually uh, it's much more obvious. You click that button, opens up inside of eDrawings, which is pretty swell. I mean. I still want to talk about it because I have seen it demoed. I I've seen this work and I know that it can. So maybe you've just had chatbots flip to something. Hey, call up that support. Maybe they can help you out. Uh, um, yeah, there's, it, it sounds really, really cool. And I haven't tried yet. I haven't put 2022 on my machine yet, mostly because then I have to upgrade my entire demo environment. I just haven't had time to do it. At some point I will. But you, if you can redline right from that preview section, I'll, I'll have a party. Because that would be slow. Oh, yeah. Having your markups right there. So, so let's hope, hope maybe it's just my ADSC is why I can't get to work. <laughs> yeah, th there's immense value, especially then, hey, with your Web 2 and with your viewers, if you can actually see those red lines somehow, I, I don't know that that works in the Web 2. We're just kind of spitballing at this point. But being able to view your markups and make them directly in the preview window, that sounds phenomenal as far as yeah. what our users do. Now, we've been able, always been able to view them. Well, not always, but for a long, long time, we've been able to, to view rip markups. But yeah, this, we'll this them, adver advertises that you can create them right there in the preview, which just sounds pretty swell. What do you think about the X lead? I mean, of it? I, I am. I just, so I haven't, I haven't had a ton of users that I've talked to that use X lead integrated with PDM, but I love just X lead as a tool. Being able to geometry search is fantastic. Like that is, that is something that I can't believe more people don't take advantage of it. And now with that being, I think that that's much more integrated with like the 3D experience platform. It's a really great tool. And I think that it's something that 
users should use more of. And they've integrated that search now into your PDM search dialog. So you don't have to open up Etsylead per se. Now you can actually PDM search and have Etsylead be part of that PDM search. I do really like it. I just haven't seen it used in practice as much as, say, Web2. Yeah, so just, just a real quick review. The Etsylead gives you the ability to search on geometry, right? Which is a very common thing. Like maybe I'm looking for a bracket, but the guy spelled bracket wrong. Well, I'm never going to find it inside <laughs> of SolidWorks. But if I if I can have a, an existing bracket, say, find me other brackets that look similar to this. That's what Etsylead is really good at. And we've XLead's always been able to do that. And of course, PDM hasn't been able to do that. So now the integration between those two in the search tool, I believe is going to be really pretty handy for those of you guys that do own XLead. You're going to use that a bunch. It's it's nice. It's an enhancement to the search, which I said, I think that the quit search was 2020 PDM. I thought that that was a huge enhancement, even though it's like, yeah, that's just a little thing. It's just a faster way to search. I think any improvements you can make for searching are tremendous user benefits right off the bat. It's something that they can start using and start saving time and energy and headache instantaneously, day one, if you can start using that search. So yeah, if you guys have Etsylead, uh, and if you don't have Etsylead and are curious about it, call us up. But Etsylead by itself, it's a very cool tool integrating that with your PDM search. Now I can search for everything in one system instead of two. It can only make my life easier. The one more enhancement that I really want to hit on is one that, you know, you didn't think that this was as cool until I pointed out something about it. I really love being able to open a drawing mm. easier using 2022. The big thing there is inside of SolidWorks now on your in your SolidWorks PDM task pane, there's now actually an option to open drawing. And it's the same thing. Like if you go into SolidWorks and you say file open drawing, it works great. There's always been an issue with that, though, is that the drawing has to be of the same name of your assembly or part, and it has to be in the same folder. Neither of those two things have to be true, though, because PDM has the way used, it has the contains, it's able to understand this file may be a different name, it may be in a different location in the vault, but we know that these relationships exist. So I can move them around, rename them. That's actually fine. I think that's a big thing, being able to basically use those tabs to our advantage and just say, open drawing of this assembly, no matter where it is, as long as it's in my vault. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess most of the time I always have them in the same folder, so I don't, didn't ever really, really had a need for it. But certainly, like what you're saying, if you don't, well, it's no longer a requirement now, right? You can quickly find drawings without having to dig through and find them, um, which is certainly a good thing. And it's just it's right there in that little toolbar at the very top of the uh, SolidWorks add-in, so it doesn't take up much room. Certainly worthwhile space. Yeah, right next to your view, your history in the task pane. I think it's a really good thing. And I, I the final what's new is not something that I can really show you. It's not something that's easy to just say yes. And, and here's all of your pretty little buttons because it's not actually a button at all. And that is performance enhancements. I know that I think Wilkie Foffer and I talked about it last year on an episode of what's new for SolidWorks 2021 at that point. Well, in PDM 2022, they dedicated a lot of resources towards the performance enhancements. And I, I think it's very similar performance enhancements to last year where it's like 25% or something like that. Better uh, on check-in, check-out, adding new files. Lots of really good enhancements there. Again, not something that I can just say like, hey, click this button and then it's faster because of this. It's going to be the case and it's going to be faster as long as you're up to date on your hardware and as long as you're up to date on your software that's behind the scenes, that's going to contribute to that greatly. So like if you're running SQL 2016, uh, not to be as good as SQL 2019, just by how software works, obviously. That is one of those big things, though. Solver spends a lot of time and a lot of resources just helping you guys on the back end. So even though, you know, some of the stuff that we've talked about in this, what's new, and I think we'll kind of wrap up here. 
even though it's like, yeah, that's nice for some people. Not everybody's going to use all of these things all the time. Everybody can always use more performance. Everybody could always open up a file faster because I've never talked to somebody that says, hey, my assembly opened too fast. I want you to slow it down for me. Have you ever talked to anybody that has said that? I don't think so. That seems to be pretty rare. Yeah. Unless yeah. they really can't get a coffee unless it opens up. And which well, is, yeah, okay. well, I guess from that angle, certainly hear that all the time. But. Speaking of getting a coffee, my mouth's getting a bit dry, so I, I think we'll kind of wrap nice. up here. But, uh, Dad, Jeff, thank you so much for being on our second episode of CADcast to kind of talk about what's new in SOLIDWORKS PDM 2022. Uh, looking forward to next year when we've got 2023 and more things to talk about. Looking forward to my jacket coming in. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. All right. Thanks, everybody.